0: hello hello welcome back to another week of things you should know in today's episode we're going to talk about why the new show squid game was so insane this past weekend i spent time watching the new netflix show squid game and mind you i watched it twice back to back because it was that insane and i honestly can't even remember the last time i watched a show twice and by all means back to back like i don't even remember the last time i've done that for those of you who haven't heard about this new show it is actually a korean show that they translate into english but um it is freaking insane it's pretty much like a korean version of hunger game except in my opinion 10 times better more intense it's just crazy and just a quick warning for those of you that who is gonna watch it there's gonna be a lot of soil alerts and things that i'll be talking about so if you don't want to get spoiled and you probably don't want to listen to this episode until you're done so i want to talk about some of the most insane part of the show and why they're so crazy um so in the beginning, you know, when I heard about the show, I was like, ah, uh, I mean, looks freaky, you know, there's this like doll in, <laughs> in the thumbnail, but I wasn't sure what to expect. It, even looking at the trailer, it did seem kind of like a Hunger Game type of show, which personally I was like, eh, it's alright, you know, I wasn't like the biggest fan of Hunger Game, but it was cool while it lasted. Uh, but i thought hey you know I, I need to put something in the background just turn it on while i do some work so i just like left it on in the background and i think in the beginning of the show it was quite slow you know i wasn't like quite paying attention to what's going on it was just giving a backstory when it got intense is essentially the main character got recruited into playing this game And the premise of the entire game is that if you win, you get money, but if you lose, you get punished. And when he was getting recruited, the punishment at the time, it was pretty much like a punishment of physical pain. Like, he got a slap, for example, when he loses uh, one of the games. And if he wins, he get, like, $100 dollars. And so he went into the game just like anybody else. There's like 400-something people that went into the game. And the people that get recruited to the game are all people that are in debt. People that are very much in debt. I'm talking about if people that you owe the money finds you, they beat you up, they, like, ruin you. Like, it's not just little debts here and there. We're from, like, debt collectors or insurance company. We're talking about, like... Bad gangster people looking after you, where you you want to hide your butt <laughs> if you're out there. So everybody that gets recruited pretty much are in a bunch of debt from gangsters, and they you know are looking for a new way of life, and that's what this recruitment of Hunger Game style type of uh style recruitment. I don't know. I'm not sure if it's a company, but. Um, this association go out there and recruit people like that, people that they know needs the money, and volunteer themselves to sign up to be part of the society. And everybody who joins the game essentially gets drugged out before they even arrive to the facility that they play the game in, which is in the middle of nowhere. It's like literally in the middle of the ocean in in an island. And it got really intense when they showed the first game. The first game that they play in the show is one of the childhood game that some of you might recognize. It's called Red Light, Green Light. And the game really just goes in that, you know, you have one person that is kind of like hide-and-go-seek where you, you stand, you know, in a distance, and when you say Green Light, you, you, you move. All of the rest of the people that who's playing the game moves, but you don't move. You say Green Light, meaning you let them walk right as fast as they can as much as they can but as soon as you say red light everybody to stop no movement no nothing no shaking no 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 laughing no nothing right like okay maybe you can make sounds but you definitely cannot move at all and if there's any type of movement you lose that's the premise of the game green light you can move as much as you can as soon as the person says red light no movements and they're all signed up like, hey, yeah, just play the game. You play the game. You win money. We'll tell you how much at the end of each game. And if you lose, you get eliminated. And at the time when all of these volunteers to the game signed up, they they saw the word eliminated. And to them, eliminated just sounds almost like, oh, you, you lose. You get kicked out of the game. You know, better luck next time. Join the next game kind of thing. So nobody really thought too much about... The word eliminated until they begin the game and the first player moved when the doll this creepy doll that all of you see in the thumbnail pretty much is the robot doll that says green light red light and the doll says red light and one of the player moved and a loud bang sound happened he dropped to the floor, and everyone's like, what, what is going on? That time, you know, there was like 400-something people on this huge playground in the middle of nowhere. And they don't really know what happened. Like, did they just, you know, shot him with some sort of, like, glow or something? You know, is he sleeping? What's going on? And he starts spitting out blood. And that's when everybody freaked out. Like, oh, hell, right? Like, they now know. Elimination means death. It means they shoot you on the spot, you die. So everybody freaked out and they started blood splashing everywhere and everybody started running away, right? Try to exit where they came in and it's locked completely. So what happens? Everybody moved, there's motion and the game was, I mean, actually still happening. And so the doll just shot every player that moved. So from 400 something, it quickly went down to 200 something. And the time is still ticking. The part of the rule of the game is that you also need to pass the doll. There's a line that you need to basically, you know, make it to the other side within five minutes. And the time is still ticking. So one of the uh, older member that was part of the game just kept going, you know, said green light. He moved a couple steps, red light, he paused. So everybody sees that, okay, they guys keep going. Otherwise, you get shot. You die at the scene. So they kept going. Green light, people move, even though some people are shaken. But they realize that if they don't move, five minutes is up, you probably will die. So everybody start, you know, get out of their shock and just keep going. Walk a couple steps as much as they can. Red light stop completely. Fortunately, the of course, the main character makes it at the border of that five minutes and the rest of the people that didn't make it shot at the scene that completely caught my attention that was like the end of episode one so at the beginning of episode one i was like eh, i don't you know typical movies family life background of the story yada 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 it wasn't like crazy yet i was still drifting on and off but at the time of the game, that game in particular, that's when it got like so intense, that's when you're like so invested because you're like, oh my God, like you see the time ticking and you know the concept of the game because it's a very simplistic game, but yet the consequence is so high that it becomes this like intense game that you're watching. Uh, But of course, the actors and everybody is just completely amazing. So you're like, just get so invested, so into it. So that's like the end of first episode, which then like, I'm just like, okay, I gotta watch the entire thing. And every single game just get more intense. But I'll just talk about some of the really, really intense games here today. Now, the second game that they play is called Honeycomb. And for those of you who, like me, wasn't really familiar with about the game, really it's about uh, being able to, if any of you is familiar with like fortune cookies, right? It's kind of like fortune cookie style type of cookie where it's just flat. So instead of being a fortune cookie shape where you like crack open, there's like a note inside. No, nope. just imagine like flat fortune cookie with like a shape in the middle with like, border lines that basically, you know, there's a shape and you could crack to uncrack to get the middle shape. So imagine like you have a circle fortune cookie in the middle. There's like a triangle shape with outlines, right? So you could technically brick the outline. So you get like a triangle fortune cookie. And so that's the game. The game is that they give you this, you know, almost like a flat sugar cookie they call honeycomb. And in the middle, there's a shape. There's four shapes that you could choose from. There's circle, triangle, this umbrella shape, and there was a star. And essentially, before the game, they asked them, pick a shape. They don't tell them what the game is about. They don't even let them know that it's like this honeycomb, sugar cookie, fortune cookie type of thing. They just said, just pick a shape. And some of the player knew, like, it's probably related to a childhood Game because the first one is like a childhood game and they understood the consequences of losing the game is very high So they need to you know as much as they can get to know ahead of the time What is this game is even about right? So as soon as they saw the shape people start calculating their head like okay what in my childhood even Resemble anything like this, right? So one of the players figured it out one of the players that like, okay this might be the honeycomb game where you got to remove the shape within that cookie as much as you can, as perfectly as you can, right? Without essentially crumbling or cracking the shape. And so given those four shape, triangle is the simplest one, given that you got to crack the the lines, right? So if you think about the straight line, triangle is the most straightforward. There's like essentially three straight lines. Circle is a circle. So it's going to be hard to not accidentally crack the, the circle this is round umbrella obviously is the hardest one because like a little umbrella shape it's just oh my goodness the hardest one then you got the star which still have good amount of lines and shapes so he picked the triangle pretty much the people that picked the triangle has the highest level of survival because it's the most simple the main guy picked the freaking umbrella Um (laughs) and and because his friend told him like, Oh, just divide and conquer, even though he's the one that who had a clue that could be the game that they were playing. So he's not nice. He's like one of the you know, character that he's like really smart but kind of selfish, like just helps himself and doesn't matter if he gets other player kills. So so that's like another very, very intense game because with the people that trying to make the perfect shape out, and there's, of course, a time uh, a, a time stamp, right? Like, you gotta do it within X amount of time happening. Everything just gets super intense. The, the main character figured out that, oh, you know, instead of trying to crack it with a needle, you know, outlining the shape, he could lick the cookie to melt the outline like the back of the outline quicker right because if it's a cookie and there's already like a minor outline shape in the middle of the cookie if you keep licking it one it makes the cookie less prone to cracking in a way that you don't want because when you wet it in the way not drown it but if you just like wet it a little bit it becomes soggy if it's soggy it just kind of like glides out given that the shape within the cookie already has an outline. So he thought of that, and so he started licking the cookie, which inspired many other people that who is also have the umbrella shapes to start licking the cookie as, as fast as they can to hopefully pull the umbrella shape outline out. And of course, in the very last second, the main character was able to make it with the umbrella shape cookie perfectly pulled out from, from the rest of the cookie shape. But again, another super intense game, because again, the concept of it is like quite straightforward. But when you know your life is depending on it and the thing, the crazy thing about the show or the shooting of the show, like when you're watching and you're very into it, it's that with the, for the people that who cracked the cookie or basically fail or getting eliminated they shoot them in real time so like you see all these people hearing these loud gunshots happening while they're trying to concentrate and make their cookie work right so there's some people that who's just like holding their cookies and they didn't actually mess up on the cookie but they jumped when the gunshot is fired so it's so loud that they get scared and they crack their own cookie by accident because they hear the gunshot so close to them and they get scared so that happens so it's like just super intense and all that where you're like trying to make sure that like your your main characters are gonna survive at the same time you see everyone around them just keep getting eliminated and you see the timer so it's just, again super 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 intense um, another, like, crazy, intense game. They only play a total of six games, by the way. So, like, they're on, like, unlimited games or anything like that. But the other one that I thought was, like, super, super intense is one that is about glass Mirror. Or, not mirror. Glass Bridge. Glass Bridge. Which, this is a game that I actually don't really know what it's supposed to resemble. But basically in the game they pull these people all very very high up to almost like they they created this bridge and the bridge is essentially separated like one side to the other by these glass there's two type of glass from every step that you could take so every step there's like you know the glass is like not just consistent just like one big glass is like like one pieces of glass at every step that you take. So every time you go from one one step to another, it's already two glasses. So you got to hop into one glass and then hop into another glass and hop, hop, hop. Essentially, there's like gaps in the middle. And each step that you take, you have two choices. You have two glass of choices that you got to hop to. You could either hop to the glass on the left or the hop to the right. And one of them, essentially, are are real sturdy glass that you hop on, you're fine. Like, you're good. It's not going to break. The other one is temper. So, essentially, I forgot which one is the one that breaks, okay? I forget. But basically, one of the glass is, like, not strong, where it's going to shatter, and you die, you fall. And because the bridge is, like, pulled into this such a high up altitude, essentially, once you fall, you, you fall to your death. And that's the game, is that you gotta hopefully pick the right glass to take your next step to cross the entire bridge. And the entire bridge probably has about 16, actually, because there's 16 player at the time. So it went from 400 to 200 to a couple hundred, a couple more games, and now there's only 16 total player by the time they play this glass bridge game and there were more than you know 16 i think glass steps that you gotta take and so another crazy intense right because can you and and did each person have to go one at a time so like if you're number one you go first you choose you fall number two probably take the step of what number one was able to figure out and then now you got to take figure out the second step right so if you're the last person technically speaking you could just follow along everybody in front of you that took the right step. And hopefully by the time it's your turn, you're like smooth ceiling because everybody that in front of you have tested the glass to be good. So you're stepping on glass that you know are going to stand your weight. Um, but of course, they won't make it that easy, right? Of course, there's going to be people that who's like taking really long time to decide to take the next step which again there's a timer so the risk of the last person would be that the people in the front are taking way too long to go and by the time that they are able to make it to the other side and figure it out there might not be enough time for the last person like the 16th or 15 or 14th person to make it all the way to the other side of the bridge and hence they will get eliminated so super intense cuz there're definitely people that who was causing a lot of trouble who's like no I'm not going to go next somebody go f- past me so that they could test out the glass they're bullies and everything so super intense <laughs> and I got to say like I want to share all of this is not to just like tell you everything about the show at all cuz you I highly recommend that you should watch it but It's just like another type of like Korean drama that to me like make it to the US that it got so popular and it's so well received and honestly it's just so good all around because I have watched Parasite in in the last I think a year or two. I forgot when Parasite came out which is another Korean movie that made it to the US and it was like just so freaking good like awesome suspense type of show. And it was incredible. It was just incredible, super well done. The actors are a hundred percent like on point. Their their acting was so good. It just got get you so invested to the show to the movie because they just are such good actors and the storyline are just beautiful. Like it's so amazing and the way they film the movie and the show just incredible as well. Um, but okay. So those are, like, I would say some of the, like, the most intense games that got me, like, wow. Like, I was just so impressed. But there's, like, some twist about the show, for sure. Because if you watch the show, and for those of you who have seen the show, one of the pieces that you probably agree with me that really got you emotional is the relationship of the old man and the main character. There's this old man, essentially. He's, like, first member, member number one. Every, every single member... That join these games are given like a jacket that has their member number in it. It's kind of like prison, you know, every person has like a number or I- ID. Right, to identify who they are instead of said their name. That's how it was in the show. Everybody has an ID. So the old man, the one of the men in there, that's honestly the oldest. I think he easily was probably like 70 or 80 years old. Everybody else within the group is much younger than that, like 30s or 40s, 50s at max. But there's this old guy that's like 80 years old or 70 years old, and he was number one. He was 001. He's the first person. The main character, the main guy that actually won the entire thing was the last member, last group. He's, like, five, four 456 or something like that. So the grandpa's, like, number one. He's the last. And the ironic thing, twist, that the, I hope most of you that who's listening to this, like, watched it already. But, like, the twist is that the old man, the, the, the number one member, actually is the is like the guy that's behind the entire operation which i thought was like wow what a twist what a twist and i went crazy and i was just like researching what's going on is there like season two happening and there's like a lot of theories out there that are saying that the grandpa the old man is the main character's father due to like a lot of like speculation in the show of like him basically referencing that his son for example's birthday was supposed to come up and like doing the marble game that they were playing like he went back to his like childhood mimic village and was telling the main character like hey it's your birthday coming up you know Uh, No, no, no. He was saying his son's birthday is coming up. It's today the 24th. And the very beginning of the show, it showed that his birthday was April 26th. So people are speculating, that oh, like the grandpa said the... The the his son's birthday is coming up, and he's asking us today the twenty fourth, so it could be the twenty sixth. Um, and there's like so much like little hints that people are picking up that like okay maybe they are related, which I find very fascinating. Which like kind of makes sense of why the grandpa actually ran into the main character even outside of the game a couple of times, like occasionally, and. Like, it kind of does significate... I can't even say the word. Like, sin, Okay, I'm not even gonna try. I wanna say sinify. No. Since, okay, you know what? It just represent. I'm just gonna choose another word. Represent that something is, like, building up... <laughs> with the characters of the old grandpa and him. Because they are, like, really good relationship throughout the show. To a point where, like, you just invest so much in... In their relationship, because there will be a game where essentially, like the main character and the grandpa need to choose who's gonna live. And I remember just feeling so sad in that scene of me thinking the grandpa was gonna, you know, be gone for good, and then you find out that's not the case. And then you're like, okay, the next season it probably is about the main character just taking over the entire, you know, operation in the next season because maybe he's the he is the son of the old guy so i mean anyway for those of you who haven't watched it none of what i just said will make any sense to you and for those who have watched it you should look into all of the theories because it is kind of crazy kind of intense about like the father and son relationship and all of like the clues that they are sensing in the show um but yeah like this week, for those of you who, who do listen to my podcast on the regular, this is something like new that I talk about. Most of the time I talk about experiences, my learnings, um, but lately i also been interested in sharing about like what is, you know, exciting or it's just like I'm crazy about, you know, at the moment. And yeah, like this week at the moment, I think that show i'm quite crazy about because it's just so (laughs) phenomenal in so many ways but so interesting to a point where like i literally watched it twice back to back because after watching it the first time i start reading about like (laughs) like the theories and i was like oh my god is that true i almost have to like go back and watch like oh yeah that is true like that scene that's what happened um and it was incredible like it it was absolutely a good show so if you're looking for something like a thriller and suspense type of show like this one is for you it's called squid game on netflix and yeah check it out <laughs> and yeah and if you guys have topics that you would love to hear more about please do reach out to me on my instagram at real things you should know or just say hello love to hear from you and i'll talk to you all next week bye